This is Sustainable-ish with me, Jen Gale, and it is great to have you here. Listen in each week and I hope I can brighten up your day and leave you feeling inspired and excited about the magnificent human being that you are and the power that you have to create a better world. You won't find any expectations of eco-warrior perfection here. There's no obligatory tree hugging. You won't be judged if you drive a car, wear leather shoes, or eat the odd pack of Haribo every now and then. I'll be sharing my own gems of wisdom for sustainable-ish living, and I also relentlessly scour the internet for people doing amazing things to tackle the big environmental issues that we're facing, and I hound them until they agree to come on and inspire us all with their fabulousness and the positive change that they're making. So sit back, listen in, and get ready to change the world one baby step at a time. Hello, hello, and welcome to Sustainable-ish. This is episode 24, and it's marvellous to have you here. Now, it's half term for the Kiddiewinks here in my particular pocket of the UK, which is why you're getting another five-ish minute guide rather than the planned longer interview, and why you might also hear the dulcet tones of my two roaring around quietly in the background. But there's not a huge amount of quiet time in our house this week, so I'm grabbing what I can. So this five-ish minute guide is all about sustainable-ish days out with the kids, rather fittingly. But don't turn off if you're kid-free because the same rules apply to grown-ups as well. So number one is to remember your reusables. If you're off out for the day, pack your water bottles for you and the kids and pack your coffee cup because I guarantee you, you will need an injection of caffeine at some point. And if you think you're likely to stop somewhere for a drink or something to eat, then pack your reusable straws if you've got them for the kids and have them primed, ready to say no straws, please, when they order. Along similar lines, pack your own snacks. Whack some fruit into your bag in the naive yet ever-present hope that they might actually eat it. I tend to make a batch of something like muffins at the weekends and stash them in the freezer to grab out for snacks. And things like hot cross buns or slices of malt loaf work well too. Pack them in Tupperware or beeswax wraps or even, this is a super handy hint, reuse empty cereal bags. And whatever way you can to avoid the use of that single-use plastic or the dreaded cling film. Take a picnic with you for lunch. That way you avoid having to buy plastic encased sandwiches and having plastic forks to eat your salad or your pasta or whatever it is with. When it's cold, like it is a bit at the moment, I'll often take a flask of hot chocolate or something with us too in an attempt to keep the whining at somewhat manageable levels. If you can, plan in a car-free day at some point during the week or during the holidays. So whether you take the bus or the train or you have adventures on foot closer to home, aim to have at least one car-free day during the week. Another great idea is to do a two-minute litter pick. If you're at the park or even if you're out for a dog walk or maybe you're being super brave and you're braving the beach this time of year, spend two minutes picking up any litter you see and then popping it in the bin. It's a brilliant way to start conversations with your kids about litter and plastic and to get them engaged and you stop the litter harming the wildlife and entering our waterways. Brownie points all round. And my last tip, possibly the hardest one, is to avoid the gift shop. 
And I get that sometimes this isn't possible because nearly all attractions or days out nowadays seem to have figured out that the best way to ruin your day right at the very end is an enforced exit through the gift shop and the resultant tantrums when you refuse to cave in and buy ridiculous plastic tat. Our youngest, much to my frustration, is the king of the shiny objects and will invariably announce he will quite literally die without a new piece of crap to take home that he wished he had a different family. Manage their expectations. Tell them before you go in that you're not buying anything. Another thing that we try, often futilely, is saying that we'll take a picture of it and if they still want it in a week, they never do, they've forgotten about it, then they can get it. And the last resort is to just pick them up and run with them screaming to the car. So there's a fast and furious guide to sustainable-ish days out with or without little people. And I hope that's given you some ideas for some easy ways to make those days out just that little bit more sustainable. What have I missed? I'm sure there's loads. Do let me know. Drop me an email on jen at jengale.co.uk. And as ever, if you've enjoyed the show, please do share it with your friends. Please do pop over to iTunes to leave a review and spread the word about all things sustainable-ish. I will catch you next time. Until then, take care. You've been listening to Sustainable-ish, you wonderful sack of loveliness, with me, Jen Gale. Hopefully we've fired some neurons and we've got the old grey matter thinking about what changes you can make in your life this week to live that little bit more sustainably. Do let me know what that is. I love to hear about the changes that people are making, big or small. Every single one counts. If you've enjoyed the show, and I hope you have, do hop over to iTunes to leave a comment or a review, and then the bots at iTunes will cotton on to just how awesome it is, and it will show up in more people's feeds. Or at least I think that's how it works. Thanks so much for listening. I will catch you next time.